What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 104 of Land Parties from the Las Vegas Review Journal. I am your host, Lucas Agan, and if I sound deeper than normal, it's I'm still getting over this cold. I have a cough that is just being persistent here, but I am glad to be back. Ryan, how are you doing, though, my friend? Doing well. I mean, yeah, it was. Uh, we missed you. We missed you on the last episode. I'm glad you're feeling better. But I, I feel like, yeah, there's been a lot of people that uh, have, you know, your seasonal colds and things like that. So uh, just, just be safe. Get rest. Uh, you know, drink the fluids, all that good stuff. But good to see you back. Um, for myself, it was. Uh, it's been a pretty good week. I actually went back a little bit to. Um, I've been number one. I've been enjoying scum. Uh, we've got a, we've got like a, a, a squad of like 11 people right now. We've been playing on the same server, uh, really, really enjoying that and the changes they've made over there. And then, uh, I went back to mass effect to finish getting the rest of the stuff and then I'll finish the game up. Cause I need to look forward to my list of, of games that I want to complete this year so we got a lot of work to do there's some really good ones that are coming out there's some that i need to go back and finish so it's going to be a mix of a little bit of this a little bit of that um so we'll see and then of course the uh the bears got rid of their uh coach and gm thank you thank you please let's move forward and i've got i've got i've got hope again for the bears <laughs> how about yourself man how you doing brother doing pretty well i uh my my team green bay's locked up the one seed so we get a bye week this week so i can watch the playoffs stress-free for a little bit uh nice when they do play in the playoffs i'm gonna be just like running around he's screaming i'm pretty sure i'm i embarrass my girlfriend every time we watch a game together i'm sorry i can't <laughs> help it i'm the guy at the sports bar that's yelling at the tvs that's me so if you hear yelling just assume it's me just assume it's me but ryan you had a chance though to head out to the arena last week for something kind of fun yeah, yeah, that was uh that was awesome. They uh the Landfest had a Valorant tournament uh over at the Esports Arena. It was really cool. I was able to get down there for a little bit and uh you know um Thousand Dreams, they had a team. There's a couple of other teams that were playing for charities and stuff like that. So it was a lot of fun just seeing number one, being able to get together a little bit and do a, a live event, but especially the fact that they were working towards different charities. I need to get a, a, a final total on what they raised at the point in time that I was there. It was, a, I think it was around $40,000. So it was a really, really cool event. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, you know, obviously the, the esports arena is, is a cool venue. So it was nice to be able to get out a little bit and celebrate, do some donate and raise some money for uh, good causes. So it was, it was really cool. Yeah, it's always a fun combination, and the arena is a spectacular venue, so anytime you can find an excuse to get out there, I would agree that that's a good day. I did also want to give a quick shout-out to uh, Metro's Spring Valley Area Command in partnership with mm. the Boys and Girls Club of Southern Nevada and a lot of local groups, including Storm Rush Gaming and Button Smashers, put on a youth Mario Kart tournament last Saturday. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to attend because I was still getting over being sick, 
But by all accounts, it looks like that went well, had a lot of fun. And anytime that you can promote healthy gaming uh, in the younger generations there, I think that helps. And heck, spending a Saturday playing Mario Kart sounds like fun to me. They gave away some prizes, which I think included a PS5, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. So yep. uh, it looks, looks like everybody had a wonderful time there. So just wanted to give them a quick shout out. Yeah, it looked like a great time and you can't go wrong with Mario Kart. But the fact that, you know, Metro is coming together and working with these organizations and and to have cool giveaways and just have something fun that the kids can do and stuff like that is is always great to see. So big ups to everybody involved with that. So that was that was really dope. I would have liked to have uh, uh, gotten out there. I didn't get a chance to get out there either, but uh, I know that they, they hold a lot of events throughout the year too. So we'll, we'll keep you guys updated as far as with that. However, speaking of big news, take two interactive. Yes. The same take two that, that copyrighted that name <laughs> from the game. It takes two weird, weird story. Um, but uh, they end up dropping 11 i believe it was 11.7 billion we're talking billion with a b dollars and acquired zynga games now you may know zynga games from things such as farmville um they did uh help me out here i uh i know farmville <laughs> words, with got friends. Huge, they did words, words with friends words kids. with friends i love words with friends we actually played stream on for or uh, stream with friends um, or words, words on stream is what we did, which is the same thing, uh, just on stream, but huge, these huge, huge mobile games, um, is what Zynga has created. And now this is huge for a number of reasons. Take two interactive, you know, they're responsible for some, some big titles such as Grand Theft Auto, NBA 2K, uh, the civilization series. So we know that Zynga has been super successful in terms of being able to monetize free to play games on mobile. We see, I, I feel like we've been seeing more and more people or not people, I'm sorry, more and more companies, gaming companies, trying to take on and and get themselves into the mobile space because there is a ton of money that is being made in the mobile arena as far as games i mean look at a game that that i mean you can almost say and it's clearly not dead but PUBG was the i think it made a ton of money over a hundred and something uh, million dollars mm -hmm. uh, alone this is a free-to-play game on mobile now but it was the biggest mobile game um so that you know should speak volumes and now you're talking about these two companies coming together with the formula that zynga has for making these popular uh, mobile games now you're going to be able to put ips like 2k and and civ and grand theft auto in a mobile format uh, utilizing that free-to-play model where there is just basically micro transactions and things of that nature uh this is huge and not only this but this is the biggest 
uh, gaming accusation, 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 or a- acquisition. I'm sorry. I uh, clearly, this is my first time using English. <laughs> uh, don't mind me. <laughs> this is the biggest one in, in video game history. This is, this completely dwarfs the Microsoft and Bethesda, um, uh, takeover here last year, which was, I believe, like 5.7 billion. So this is, it's huge. This is a huge move, and I think it's going to be super beneficial uh, for Take Two Interactive. It is, yeah. It's it's insane to think that it's it's a bigger deal than Microsoft uh, acquiring mm-hmm. Bethesda because that was such a massive deal at the time. But you know, you, you look at something with with Take Two like Grand Theft Auto Online, right? You can bet anything that there's going to be a form of grand theft auto online now going to be on mobile at some point in the future you know you look Mm -hmm. at their other big franchises like like a borderlands or what you know what could they do there and so yeah zynga has been such a a a major player in the mobile space and i know that as gamers we tend to overlook mobile or we tend to look past mobile but it's such Mm -hmm. a money maker that these companies just can't ignore it and so you know it It'll be fun to see. I mean, you've seen like a PUBG, like a Pokemon Go, you know, just break out and just bring in so much in revenue just on a consistent basis that uh, it makes sense for Take-Two, right? It makes sense for them to pick them up and see what the future brings. Uh, I hope that it's it's an interesting future, but uh, we'll see. I mean, there's there's some dark sides of mobile gaming that, that mm-hmm. at some point we need to address sooner rather than later. But on the whole, this opens the door to a lot of uh, interesting opportunities, especially with some of Take Two's established franchises. Yeah, and you make a good point too because I, I think it's beyond mobile gaming. I think I think video games in general are becoming a lot more corporate, mm-hmm. and and it seems to be that these companies are now taking and 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 holding these uh shares and what were these companies are changing and i feel like they're it, a lot of it is becoming more profit driven as opposed to people making cool games that people are going to enjoy so it's an interesting dynamic between the two you know this this culture and community and then the corporate and and money side of things and how the two are interacting and and now becoming almost synonymous uh i don't know if it's a positive thing or a negative uh per se because obviously there's it's also opening up other opportunities people are able to get sponsorships with companies and and do a lot more than than previously However, it's it's we've seen it go down before where profit definitely stands out, stands out above other decisions. So it'll be interesting to see as these two different, I guess, not necessarily communities, but sectors get closer and closer intertwined i mean even out here with gaming and and uh uh gambling and 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 all that stuff casinos are also taking notice they're figuring out ways and and building out more games of skill as opposed to just sitting there and 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 pulling a lever so it's it's happening it's it's going down and there's no there's no stopping it it'll just be interesting 
how the environment and makeup of video games plays into that and and what is developed and and pushed out there as as more and more people are looking at how do we maximize profits what what do we create and we see that clearly these free to play games are making boatloads of money yep. and people and and these companies are are jumping in and getting in on these trends this is huge they're going to make this money back so easily um it, it's going to be crazy and not only that but then they're probably talking about hey now we're we're taking our community as well and these built-in people that are already willing to spend this money we'll put it on mobile now we're going to reach an even bigger audience because more people have a mobile phone than say a console or a pc or something like that so they're only expanding their influence and who they're able to reach and 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 it's expanding their ability to make more of a profit it is, yeah. And if you if people needed a reminder just how massive this industry has gotten, just take a look at the past couple of years between Microsoft uh, acquiring Bethesda and now Take Two acquiring Zynga. Like, like these numbers are almost mind boggling to think that the industry is getting this big to to do deals like this. Uh, and you're right. Everybody has a everybody has a mobile phone, so the the access is there. The player base obviously is there. Uh, people, I mean, it's it's easy to pass the time on your phone anyway. So mm-hmm. it's it's going to be interesting. I hope for the best in all these things. Um, the the biggest part about mobile gaming that's always worried me the most is that it feels like sometimes if it's done the wrong way, it, it preys upon. Uh, the addictive nature of people's personalities. Uh, so that's always always wary. You always wonder if if companies get too big, if they're really going to make the, the quote right decisions for the community or the bottom line, because sometimes they don't always agree uh, perfectly in perfect alignment. But, you know, honestly, like the idea of a Grand Theft Auto online on your phone somehow is intriguing to me. Like I would, I would, take a look into something like that i mean i'd play it i'm not gonna lie i would absolutely play it (laughs) take my money no (laughs) that would be terrible i'd at least look at it i mean i mean look at riot too with wild rift and basically taking league of legends and, and packing it into a mobile form they've been able to maximize their profits on that I can't even imagine. I don't know what the numbers look like as far as with that, but it makes sense. And it makes sense for more and more companies to dive into this mobile space where people are playing. And clearly there are plenty of ducats to be made from there. So huge, huge move by take Two interactive here, uh, acquiring Zynga. And, and, uh, I'm, I'm sure those numbers are going to be astronomical, uh, when it comes down, especially I want to see, you know, what are they then going to port from their library, from their IPs onto mobile? Because there's a lot of I would love to play Civ on my phone. I just started the Oregon Trail, the new one that they made on Apple. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I just started that. I'm, I'm having a blast. It's so sophisticated for an Oregon Trail. I was just like, oh, my, you know, I got to take some time here and and really play through this. So, uh, you know, it will be interesting. You know, low key <laughs> Apple Arcade is one of the better values in gaming there. Like the, it really it's, is it's such a good way to get into mobile gaming. Just just the mix of, of titles that they have from some of the older 
uh, more traditional mobile games that we think of to to like the new Oregon Trail uh, to uh, Fantasian, you know, which is like a beautiful <laughs> RPG there. Like that service, I think, can really hit its stride if it can regularly update and bring more games in. Yeah, I, I agree 100 percent, 100 percent, dude. But moving on, we had uh, a little bit of drama happening between some of uh, PlayStation's mm. recent Ooh. games here. Uh, Spill that tea. Ghost of Tsushima really <laughs> celebrated that they had sold 8 million units, which congratulations to that title, by the way. Amazing, yeah. beautiful game. Uh, obviously, we've talked to a couple of the actors in that game, so we might be a little bit biased, but it's still an amazing, awesome <laughs> experience. However, uh, there was another game that's, apparently sold a similar amount of units and that was days gone and days gone mm. director Jeffrey Ross was having none of the celebration going on oh. saying that so he felt that sony always made them feel like they were a failure despite selling a similar amount uh of units and then he would mm-hmm. he went on doing multiple interviews talking about what would have happened in a days gone two and all that stuff however uh one thing to note i think he was quoting ballpark numbers and not specifics so i think that does mm-hmm. make a difference but i also think that jeff's just forgetting that when days gone was released i think there was just a collective shrug you know it sold well mm-hmm. people liked it but they didn't love it and i think that ghost of Tsushima has that core of fans that absolutely adore that game uh and I think that is where he's missing here, that you can have a game that sells well, but if nobody loves it, then it's not going to stay in their conscious, the public consciousness, and there's not going to be kind of that long tail game. Whereas A Ghost of Tsushima, I think, keeps getting new gamers, new fans into it uh, mm. and and brings people into that universe and keeps them there. And when they're done... You know, they go, oh, man, I love that game. So I can I can kind of see where he's coming from. I mean, anytime you put your blood, sweat, and tears into a creative project, of course you want it to do well. And if you feel like you're not getting the same treatment, that does stink. However, I think he's missing the boat that I just don't think Days Gone is beloved by very many gamers that, that even played it. Now... Has days days gone? Does it has does it have any kind of DLCs or anything like that? That's a good question. I think you know? I, I think it had some post game support. I think so. Okay, because I mean I'm kind of in that boat that you're describing. I still haven't played this game yet, but I mean even when we were talking about it beforehand, I I was confusing it for other games. And there was nothing really I never you never really heard anybody really just straight talking about how they they love the game or or any kind of like did it win any kind of awards or anything like that. Was it uh, it wasn't a bad game. That doesn't mean it was a bad game. It just I think you're right. I don't think it was a memorable game. Something like Ghosts, which, you know, takes place or takes place in a time period in a very distinct culture as opposed to you know vanilla person in a vanilla situation of of you know zombies more zombies right uh come on man we are zombied out we are zombied out 
And and that's the thing it, that that to me, like there is nothing really distinct about this game, especially when it came out. There was a ton of games that were similar to this game, even naming wise. So there's just nothing really that that stands out as far as with that. Not only that, but this game or, or Days Gone 2 was recently rejected by Sony, correct? Right. To be picked up. Yep. OK, so this sounds like somebody is a little salty about that as well and you know it it's that's tough to say like like you were saying when you put your blood sweat and tears into a project i'm not sitting here trying to rip on this game at all i've never played it um i couldn't speak one way or the other towards it it looked like it would be a fun game i just didn't i've never had any kind of real desire myself personally because that is kind of how i felt another zombie game cool but I didn't hear anybody saying anything about, oh, it's an amazing story or or anything or, you know, there's this mechanic that you is absolutely nuts and, and you got to try this game. So I think that's where, you know, the numbers don't matter. And and it's great that you that you had similar numbers. However, there's there's that there's nothing really special about this game. It's another zombie game. And I'm not saying that there's not for people. I'm sure I'm sure there is. Um, but yeah, I, you just never really I didn't hear much about it. So that's unfortunate. I, I you know, I wouldn't I don't know. I don't know. Do people want a second one? Were they satisfied with what they got out of additional content after Endgame? I'm not even I have no idea. That, that's how off radar this game has been for me. And I even own this game because I'm pretty sure it was it was free on um, PlayStation Plus at some point in time. It's in my library and I still have been like, meh. <laughs> Let's just say I've played more Marvel Avengers than I have <laughs> of, of Days Gone. So, yeah, you know, you, know. you know, and even among Sony's own franchises, and this is no fault of their own but like when when days gone was being announced and trying to be hyped up let's be honest mm-hmm. in terms of like a zombie a, a apocalypse world all anyone cared about was the last of us part two and right. so like the the moment you're entering a similar space of such a juggernaut like that i mean it's mm-hmm. just hard to separate yourself it's just hard to to get any of that oxygen because right you know like i said even among sony's franchises any everybody was waiting for the last of us part two which didn't leave a lot of room for another zombie game to come in and try and occupy a similar space i mean it looks like a, a at least somewhat similar tone this looks a little more serious so you know, just tough, tough sledding. Maybe it was bad scheduling. You know, maybe they got unlucky with that. But, uh, I mean, talk about burning some bridges, though. Like, it's, yeah. it would be hard to see uh, him going back to PlayStation now and working with them again. Yeah, and that's exactly right. Like, those 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 bridges, I feel, have definitely been burned burned down to the ground because nobody's going to work with somebody that that's doing something like that clearly sony saw something within it to say you know what we're good we're gonna pass on a on a part two we enjoyed what you did but um you know we're moving we'd like to move on and move forward with it so i wouldn't be surprised if it gets picked up somewhere or if they you know even if they just self-publish but um you know, it, yeah, that was kind of a weird move because, I mean, essentially, I feel like that was almost like 
killing killing any chance of working with Sony in the future at all but by being petty like that because it almost feels like a, a a petty move not only that but anytime and this goes for an individual a company whatever but anytime somebody has to stoop down and and, and maybe it's not I guess it's not a stooping down it just almost feels like a uh just a kind of a backhanded uh, comment at Ghost for for you know people enjoying that. It's like, look, man, this is the numbers don't lie, or somebody. I'm sure the data is there that says this is it's way more viable to do a Ghost two than than to look at Daisy. Here's what our, we already have planned for this year. It doesn't fit into that into what our plans are or where we're trying to go or whatever. I don't think then you, you go on to social media and, and gripe about it. <laughs> right. Yes. I, I don't know. Right. I mean, and if you think about it too, like, like PlayStation is developing a ghost movie, right? So clearly something connected on a much broader base than, than what days gone was able to do. And, and like mm-hmm. I said, nobody likes to see something you worked on quote fail, I mean, I wouldn't even call Days Gone a failure necessarily, no. but not succeed as you want it as much as you want it to. But it's just kind of one of those those things where you may think you'll never need a person again, but you never know. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. I wouldn't burn these bridges like that. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see though where it goes or where it ends up landing. Because I'm guessing that they've already started work on developing um, the game. And maybe that's what his, maybe that's part of what the issue is too, is that they've already gone down this road thinking maybe they had in their head possibly, hey, Sony's definitely going to pick this back up. We're already going to start on the work. Look how far we've gone. And Sony's like, nah, we're good. Then then it's like, whoa, what do you mean you're good? You can't be good. That was not the plan. <laughs> um, you know, it could be that situation. Who knows? This dude definitely was salty, though, about it. And and hopefully he didn't or, you know, they didn't burn any bridges if they do plan on working with them in the future. But I'd be curious to see where this game lands and if they do continue moving forward with the, with the days gone too, uh-huh. and, and how they end up publishing it. So I think that could be pretty interesting because they'll have to, they'll, I think that will be a pretty big tell on whether they've already been working on it or they're just in a point where like, Hey, we've got all the ideas fleshed out and things uh, laid out. We just need that funding to, to get to work. Um, so we'll see what they do, but that'll be something interesting to, to continue watching. Um, but you know what, let's, let's take a quick commercial break and then, uh, uh, we'll do a little more jibber jabbing here on the backside. We'll be right back guys. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for listening to those short messages. And Ryan, we got some pretty interesting news that E3 is going to be all digital again this year. And mm-hmm. I guess it's not even the fact that they are going to be digital again that that is the most surprising. It's the most surprising to me that they're making this call in January. You know, it, it's 
June is a long ways away, and we know that obviously with this pandemic, a lot can change. Uh, but you know, we've also seen that uh, the pandemic has taken turns for the better in a six-month stretch. So I'm just surprised mm-hmm. that they were willing to make this call now and just kind of pull out of the in-person again. Yeah, and this could be, you know, it, it's I. I guess, and this is obviously speculation, but I feel that it is a lot harder to get the wheels going, start that motion, and then full stop and having to back up again, as opposed to saying, you know what, we're we're six months out right now. However, we're going to make the call now and then look to build a better experience for the digital side of things. Obviously, we haven't had an in-person E3 since 2019. So last year's last year's E3 felt very lackluster to me. Uh-huh. Um, there were a lot of uh, there were a lot of announcements and and all that stuff, but it just didn't feel. I guess like a cohesive um, uh, conference or. Uh, just a, a cohesive feel for me and maybe i just well no that's not i guess that's not true because there was a lot of uh back-end uh app things there was the app uh there's ways to be able to communicate with people and 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 they utilize different platforms for that so i guess it wasn't it wasn't bad i've been to other ones that have been uh definitely felt a lot more disconnected it's just hard though especially with where e3 it's kind of been lacking and and they've been losing steam i feel just in general as a as a convention and conference um so and it, it just you know it, it'll be interesting to see if they continue moving forward cuz we know that there's probably some 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 big money that goes into that as far as sponsorships uh reveals and things so i'm really hoping that with them making this call early they are looking to maximize and make the overall experience for E3 digital this year a lot better. I would lo- love to see personally um, some sort of uh, VR edition uh-huh. or maybe utilizing things from what they call the metaverse and, and people being able to go in and virtually participate along with having the live streams and stuff like that, I think would be really cool. So we'll see where they go as far as with that. What, what would you like to see out of it? Yeah. You know, I, I would hope that this year's digital event would feel more connected. Uh, you know, mm. I'm willing to give any event a pass from the last year or two, just because everybody was scrambling. Uh, but now yeah. that we're all kind of used to having digital events happen, and since they are making the call so early, I would hope that it that they can somehow kind of recapture that community feeling. That I think that's what I miss most about these conventions. You know, as being mm. with. Uh, so many people who uh, share the same interests as you do and kind of feeling that energy that is just so hard to replicate over a digital platform. Uh, So I'd like to see them somehow kind of work on that. Uh, I think what the E3 is going to struggle with is, you know, even before the pandemic, there were questions about how relevant is E3 Uh, with, Mm -hmm. with the advent of summer game fest. You know, I think that becomes more muddled because summer game fest, you know, put on by Jeff Keighley, uh, which is a multi-month thing, you know, of, of different companies kind of staking out different days and times throughout a, a, a prolonged period kind of makes everything a little more mixed together. Uh, whereas Ether used to be the only game in town. Now they've got some pretty big competition. Uh, so 
they got to do something to stand out, you know, beyond just being a memorable digital event. Uh, as far as the brand E3, they need a strong effort to kind of still mark their territory, uh, especially since they're competing now against Summer Game Fest. Yeah, well, the other interesting thing I thought, too, as far as them making this call this early, we know, especially being out here in Las Vegas, we just had CES 2022 uh, was out here, although they did make uh, some changes. They cut down one of the days. They 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 just didn't have, I think it was only two days, as opposed to it being three days or, or something like that. I know what they lost one of the days. Um, but I was actually kind of surprised that they went forward with CES. I thought for sure it was going to get canceled. Canceled, especially with all the the cases and 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 the news that that has been reported, uh, so it'll be interesting to see to what this means for some other events uh, as we get closer yep. and and time moves forward. Is this are we going to start seeing some of these other events get canceled or whatever? I think at this point. You know, you're right. We, we've the last couple of years have been very uh, reactive. I feel now we're three years. We're going into to uh, uh, year three. It's like, all right, we need to we can't be reactive. Uh, we should be proactive. They should be proactive and say, hey, we're we're going all in on on digital this year. We've already made the call. Let's pour resources now into making it an experience that we've never or nobody else is doing. I feel like this could be a great opportunity to do something that nobody else has done and really push you forward as a leader in what's happening. And yeah. nobody needs it more. I feel like you're saying it's becoming this field is becoming more and more saturated. Nobody needs it more than an E3 to be able to say, hey, we're still the leaders of this. This is still the go to video game conference that everybody needs to be a part of. It'll make a huge statement. It really would. And, you know, it's it's funny because CES is a, is a pretty interesting comparison. So we got attendance numbers from that. And you can look at it two ways. You know, the, the negative side is they only had about a quarter of what they used to get pre-pandemic show up this year. Mm-hmm. However, that was still 40,000 people. <laughs> so right. like depending on how you want to look at it, it's either, oh, man, we didn't get, you know, they didn't get anywhere close to the 160 they usually get. Or you could look at it in the middle of a pandemic when a new variant is surging, 40,000 people still came, which to me is, is a lot. Um, it Locally, you know, the Level Up Expo is still planned to happen at the end of February. Uh, so that mm-hmm. is kind of our first gaming convention here that I think that's that's really happened in person if that still goes uh, forward as scheduled since the pandemic began. Uh, so that'll be interesting. Um, you know, like you, Ryan, I was surprised that CES didn't cancel the in-person stuff, but since they went ahead with it, you know, I would have thought that would have given more, a little more hope to a thing like E3 maybe holding off. I know they have their reasons, uh, but they just need a statement. They need, they need to be like head and shoulders, the winner of the, the summer game conferences. You know, they need to have, right. they need to dominate that conversation because people have wondered about E3 before the pandemic happened. And with summer game fest, you know, growing and evolving, you know, you know, Jeff is incredibly ambitious that they gotta, they gotta raise the stakes here. And year three of the pandemic, the digital events gotta, you can't just put on a digital event. It has to be a stellar digital event. 
Yeah, I, I agree 100%. I also wonder, too, what it means for, because we know that NAB, National Association of Broadcasters, originally it was supposed to be last October. It then got canceled and pushed back to this coming up, I believe, April or uh-huh. May, I want to say. So it'll be interesting to see if that gets pushed back. I'm kind of leaning towards that, that it might get pushed to... Possibly. It won't even be a digital thing. I don't even think they've done a digital thing. I think they just said it's just outright canceled. So I wouldn't be su- surprised. And and a lot of it's going to depend on what the numbers are showing, what what government officials are are saying on whether these these companies or the other thing, too, is because we know that. Before CES, we had some major companies that said we are no longer going to be participating in it. Uh, they made that decision, uh, uh, you know, as a as a company. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with NAB if that ends up moving forward. And and uh, also too, I think we're going to start seeing. I'm sure it's going to start coming down, but uh, we'll start seeing probably some game delays. And start hearing some of those rumblings as we get closer. I did see uh, vaguely that there was a leak uh, in terms of uh, Forbidden uh, Horizon West. I have not gotten a chance. To, I, I don't typically look at like leaks, stuff like that, number one, because if it is true, I don't like getting spoiled like that. Like, I'd rather not know uh-huh. and, you know, have get the surprise that it was intended to do. Um but, uh, you know, I know that's probably one of the major ones that is coming out. Obviously, we've got Pokemon. We know that it's coming out uh, for sure. That's uh, Pokemon Legends, right? Yep. I want to say. A yeah. couple weeks. That's right. That's right. Oh, and you missed it, too, dude, with uh, uh, with Ace on uh, last week. He, he's uh, big into Pokemon. So we were talking about Pokemon Go and we talked about Legends and and stuff like that. We were talking about the fact that uh, one of the one of the topics that we talked about last week was uh, uh, Gold's Gym in Japan had um, yes. uh, teamed up with Pupplup, I think it was. And <laughs> there was a video and everything. It was, I was like, this is for you, Lucas. <laughs> not going to lie. Not going to lie. If it- Jim did that here. I'd be like, yep, you get my business. That's the gym. You get my business. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Um, but yeah, that, that's the thing that I guess that's the thing that we basically need to monitor, uh, especially this year. We know that there's a lot of releases that are supposed to be coming out. We've got Extraction, uh, CSGO, uh, or not CSGO, I'm sorry, uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, not Siege, Rainbow Six Extraction is what it is. Um, it's going to be coming out soon. And and not to mention, if you guys have not, or if you do have it, if you do have Game Pass, there should be this year tentatively 31 new games that you will get to play day one if you have Game Pass. I'm super excited about that because there are some fire games that should be coming out. We'll see, though, how the, how the schedule starts starts playing out and and as people see that we're not going to hit this deadline um hopefully hopefully we still we've got witch queen as well for destiny 2 which i'm really pumped about uh that that should drop on time but we'll see what happens with horizon and i think that's going to be one of the major ones for me anyway that it's like all right this is going to kind of set the tone for those blockbuster uh huge huge games yeah, exactly. Right there with you. I will. I'm still gonna say this. I do not believe Starfield's coming out this year. I just don't believe it. I'm still <laughs> shocked that they had put a release date on it when they did. I just. 
I hope I'm wrong. I want to see some footage. I want to see some gameplay or something. I think by this summer, for sure, we will know. Because if we don't see anything by this summer, ain't no way. We'll see. And I will just laugh if they delay. Because I'm like, why did you even put a date on it? Like, why? Right. Why? You had no pressure to do that. I just, that's the game, though. I want it to come out this year. I just, I don't, it's not. It's not. Come on. When, I don't know. When, see, for me, that's God of War. There is no way God of War comes out this year. I just don't see it happening. We have not seen enough from it. Uh, I think they're still I think they're behind in developing and I want them to take their time anyway. There's no reason and there's no need really to try to rush it. What's a, what's another year? We've got so many blockbusters that are coming out this year games wise. I don't feel that it's necessary for them to rush it. Number one. Number two, there's not enough PS fives in people's hands anyway so so people are going to get this game they're going to be experienced it on on ps4 that's great and all but it's not going to maximize what it can really do and what they're trying to build towards so i think those are going to even play some of the decision uh that they make as far as releases because yeah that's great that they can get it in people's hands but like People are now building these games and, and, and the deeper along we get, you know, people are building within these infrastructures. They need to get the consoles off of people's hands. But I'm hearing and, and I've seen reports that they're talking about chip shortages lasting through 2023. Yeah. So who knows, man? Who knows? Yeah. Crazy. It's crazy to think that that could still last that long. I, uh, I should have, you know what? I needed a kid that I was babysitting over the weekend to go win that PS5 for me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's, That'd have been dope. Uh, I swear, if I get my hands on one or if I can find one, dude, I got you. I got you, dog. <laughs> since I was sick last week, I did want to just bring up the uh, Madden just real quick. Um, yes. I've never been a yearly Madden player, but I've been a once a generation, uh, buy one copy mm-hmm. generation. And I just gotta say, like that series, I know has had its ups and downs, especially late lately. Uh, but to think that the football franchise was called Madden, you know, you 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 don't see a Michael Jordan NBA, you know, you you right. don't see FIFA's just FIFA, NBA's just NBA Live or NBA Two K, right? So the fact that like mm-hmm. Madden was was big enough at the time that his name sold the football franchise and that it stuck is just amazing to me. Like if, if you think about how iconic he has become, you know, as a coach, as a broadcaster, and now even as a video game icon, like it's just so rare to have a personality that big that lends itself to that. Uh, and, you know, to think that, you know, you, you don't think NFL game, you just think Madden. So which I think it's just a, a testament to his impact on sports games, especially kind of giving them legitimacy uh, and, and pushing, them forward into what the the behemoth that they are today uh so just 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 you know amazing person from all accounts you know i remember him and uh, broadcasting with pat summerall on fox back in the day Mm -hmm. uh and so just just a cool thing to be able to recognize and have his name be attached to a franchise like that that will keep living on and kind of keep bringing gamers back to him i think is pretty cool 
Boom, baby. You just got to hit the hole. Dude, he's classic. He's classic. Everybody. Yeah, you're right. And and for for him to really for to have his name on that and 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 any kind of video game football, for the most part, is synonymous with John Madden. And those are classic games that we grew up with. The franchise is still going, although I haven't played really in years. But we know that they have competitive leagues and and events and stuff of that nature. It was it was sad to see his passing and just how much he meant not only as a as a coach but just as, you know, as a broadcaster as a personality. I mean, if you heard his voice, such a distinct voice and and personality, um, it, it was it was great that 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 you were able to to speak on it and and speak to just how much of an impact. Uh, John Madden and and that franchise had with sports gaming and video games in general um, is is huge. So uh, definitely, definitely uh, big, big rest in peace to, to John Madden. And then the Raiders went and and won a tight one to be able to make the playoffs. So a fitting way uh, to kind of be able to honor John Madden, too. So, um yeah, that was a good one. If you haven't checked it out, please go check out that. That was the bonus episode here a couple of weeks ago. Um, so go check that out. Perfect. Yeah. Ryan, yeah. what do you got going on this weekend? Oh man, I don't even know, dude. Uh, I don't even know. Like I said, I'd like to, I'd like to, I'm kind of stuck in this weird place right now. Cause I know there's some really good games coming out soon, but I, there's some games that I want to get through. I want to, I want to power through the, uh, mass effect series. It's probably going to be my first, uh, major next step. Although I, that might just be an off stream just so I can enjoy those stories and, and being able to pay attention and stuff like that. But we also have, Hey, that I'm going through as well. And I've started that second one. So probably a mix of those two playing more scum and then obviously just prepping for uh witch queen. What about yourself, man? What do you got going on? Legend legends is right around the corner. It is. It is. I am just, <laughs> just relaxing, recovering. Uh, the day that this episode was released is actually my girlfriend, my anniversary. So happy anniversary. Oh, uh, happy anniversary. Her guys. birthday is actually coming up on the 17th. So we're going to have, uh oh some fun there it's it's been yeah. a good season for that uh other than that i am prepping for legends i have a really terrible decision to make though because my birthday is on february 6th so i know mm-hmm. that if i just tell her i would like that game on my birthday it's gonna be there but then i'd also have to wait till the six and i don't really know that i want to do that <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you could just get it early on release and call it for my birthday, that right? works as well. I think that's a fair. I think that's a fair <laughs> trade that needs to exactly. happen. Uh, so just count down the days to that. I I am so so excited for that. Uh, mm. Thank goodness, one franchise and the Nintendo platform celebrated their anniversary year in a good way. I'm still on that. Yeah, I'm not getting down off that horse. Zelda, I'm looking at you. <laughs> what the heck happened last year? year? <laughs> exactly they could have done better they could have done better but 
Hey, thank you guys so much for listening. And again, we appreciate it. We've got a great guest uh, here in a couple weeks, I believe, that'll be coming on. And then we'll see who we have on next week. But thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you guys are staying safe and healthy. Don't forget, check us out on the tweeters at Land Parties Pod, at Lucas Hagen, or at Smitty2447. We hope you guys have a good rest of your week, like I just said. And you know what it is. We love your faces. Let's go, 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 let